the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. The finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living the life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served. Anywhere proudly presents transcribed The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The question before us this evening is... Should a 17-year-old girl who is a freshman at the University of California at Los Angeles be allowed to take a part-time job in order to help balance the family budget? The answer any intelligent father would give is yes. And now let's hear the answer that Chester A. Riley gives. No, I absolutely forbid it. I have made up my head. <laughs> Daddy, let's at least discuss it. I did discuss it time and time again. But you just say, I forbid it. And I'll keep on forbidding it. I forbid it yesterday, I forbade it today, and I'll forboot it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, be reasonable, dear. I don't see what's wrong with it. No daughter of mine is going to be found within a mile of one of them drive-in movies. But I just usher for a couple of hours. I don't care. I know what goes on in them drive-in movies. How do you know? You've never been to one. Well, never mind. I use my imagination. <laughs> it's shocking. Oh, you're always making snap judgments. Not this time. I've been thinking about it day and night. Oh, but it's just a show like any other show. Only people go there in cars. The only reason people go there is because they're too lazy to drive all the way up to Mulholland Drive. <laughs> you just don't make sense. Margie Wilson works there, and her father doesn't mind. It's only for a couple of hours at night, and we could certainly use the extra money. I don't need your help to support this family. I do okay. We got everything we need. Oh, sure. We're the only family on the block that hasn't got a washing machine. We have so got a washing machine, haven't we, Peg? Yes, me. <laughs> what about the one in the garage? The junk man got that two years ago. I don't see why you need a washing machine anyway. My mother never used one, and we were six kids, and believe me, we were filthy. <laughs> She was always washing clothes. She'd be bent over an old tin wash tub and she'd scrub and rub till her hands were red and raw. Never once did she complain. I used to feel so proud sitting there watching her. Well, that may have been good enough for your mother, but it's not good enough for me. Daddy, I've got to let the manager know about the job by tomorrow or else... We're through talking about a job. We're talking about a washing machine. That's all you'll ever do is talk about it. Well, it's just a waste of good money to buy one when there's a laundromat three blocks away. I can't lug a big bundle of wash three blocks. And if I ask you to do it, you always say you're busy. I do not. All right. There's a bundle of laundry all made up that's got to be done. How about taking it over to the laundromat right now? I'm busy. <laughs> Gotta go see Jim Gillis. Oh, if you wanted to, you'd find the time. Uh, well, washing his clothes is a woman's job. Why is it? It's your clothes. You dirtied them. Well, dirtying clothes is a man's job. <laughs> I mean, well, it's embarrassing sitting around there with a bunch of women talking about their babies. Oh, there are men there, too. Some men have a little consideration for their wives. And I've got no respect for that type of men. 
I'll be found dead in a laundromat. Then buy me a washing machine. Look, Peg, we're not talking about washing machines. We're discussing Babs taking this job. Well, can I take it, Daddy? I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> Miss Lounsbury. Oh, come now, don't be so formal. After all, we are neighbors. You can call me Luella. <laughs> oh, okay, Luella. <laughs> uh, where are you off to? Well, I've been looking for a laundromat for over an hour. Oh, well, there's one just a couple of blocks from here. I'll show you where. I, I have to pass that way. <laughs> oh, thank you, Chester. You're just a pet, that's what you are. Oh, I'm just exhausted. My car's being repaired. I've walked blocks and blocks carrying this bundle around. I didn't realize it was so heavy. Yeah, it, it looks heavy. It must weigh at least 15 pounds. At least. <laughs> it's a pretty heavy bundle for a little thing like me to carry around. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> and my back is beginning to ache Oh, well, that's because you're not holding it right All the, all the weight is on your arms now, now, the way I'd hold that bundle Oh, would I'd... you thank you ever so much, here? <laughs> you are a gentleman in every sense of the word Yeah, I sure am <laughs> Is Junior around? No, he just went out to play baseball. Oh, that boy. Whenever you need him, he's never around. Just like his father. Oh, guess I'll have to do it myself. Well, I'll be back in an hour. Where are you going? Just down to the laundromat and get this washing done. There's the laundromat, Luella, right next to the bank. Oh, well, thanks, Oodles Chester, for carrying my bundle for me. Ah. That's okay, don't mention it. Well, I guess I'll be leaving you now. Oh, I haven't the faintest idea how these machines work. I usually have a laundress come in and do my thing. Oh, it's very easy. They tell you all the directions here. Well, I, I gotta be going now. Would you mind undoing this bundle for me? I can't seem to untie this string. And you're so strong. Sure. There. There you are. Well, guess I'll be... How do you start these machines, Chester, honey? Oh, uh, you, you just put a quarter in this slot here. Well, so long. Oh, I, dear, oh. I came out without a cent. I'll just run next door and cash a check. Would you mind my bundle for me? No, wait, I'll lend you a quarter. Oh, you're a little old angel, that's what. I'll only be gone a minute. Yeah, wait. You, you... First, I'm a gentleman, then I'm a pet. Now I'm an angel. Personally, I think I'm a sucker. <laughs> But are you using this machine? Yes, I am, lady. You can use your your peg. Riley. Peg. Fancy meeting you here. Well, what are you doing here? Well, well, well uh, the, the fact is, I. Uh, you see, I was. Uh, well, I. Uh, uh, <laughs> would you mind repeating the question? <laughs> Whose laundry is that? Uh, this laundry. Yes, whose is it? Well, don't rush me. It'll come to me. 
It's, uh, it's Jim Gillis's. That's what it is. It's Gillis's. Gillis? Yeah, I'm just mining it for him. He went next door to the check to cash a bank. Well, I... <laughs> just a minute. Yes? Since when does your friend Gillis wear pink step-ins? Well, uh, pink is his favorite color. <laughs> matches his eyes. I, I, I mean... Does he also go in for nightgowns? Only when he sleeps. <laughs> He's old-fashioned That's really a nightshirt Made of black lace Well, uh, he's in mourning With a fair midriff He's a fresh air fiend I mean, Okay, it's not Gillis's Whose is it? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth The only reason I came in here is Because I wanted to find out how late they're open So as I could come here nights and do the laundry for you See? Honest, I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> what about this laundry? Oh. The laundry. Don't rush me. It'll come to me. I mean, I'm coming to it. You see? I'm standing here when this lady, a perfect stranger, comes over to me and she says, would you mind my bundle for me? So, you naturally, I... You that I, quarter I, half doll chest of the bank was closed. Oh, hello there, Mrs. Riley. Why, Miss Lounsbury... Is this your laundry? Yes. And your husband's just a scrumptious little old dreamboat carrying my bundle for me all the way here. Oh. He did, did he? What a revolting development this is. Anybody home? Oh, you're here. Uh, Peg, uh, didn't you hear me call? Uh, why didn't you answer me? Peg, I I'm talking to you. How long can a woman go on being mad? Uh, okay, if that's the way you want it, it's okay with me. You supper ready? No. <laughs> Don't have to throw it at me. <laughs> For Pete's sake, Peg, I told you over and over again, that woman don't mean a thing to me. Absolutely nothing. Oh, sure. Only you carry bundles for her, you do her laundry for her, and you wouldn't lift a finger for me. Well, I told you how it happened. I got roped in. I couldn't help it. Oh, you couldn't help it. Honest, she, she don't mean nothing to me. I, I'm 100% loyal to you. What do you want me to do, take a loyalty oath? <laughs> when was I ever unfaithful to you? 18 years we've been married, and this is the first time you ever caught me. I don't care to discuss it Eat your supper, dreamboat oh, I, I don't feel like eating No fun eating alone You won't talk to me and the kids Where are the kids anyway? Junior went to a Boy Scout meeting uh, And Babs? Where's Babs? Peg, I asked you where Babs was Well... If you must know, she's working. Working? Where? At the drive-in movie. What? She took that job after I told her not to? What right did she have to go against my orders? I told her to. What? You told her to? You made her disobey? You had the nerve? Yes. Well, that's different. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with her taking that job. 
And I'm sick and tired of your nonsense. You always imagine the worst when you haven't got a single fact to go on. Yeah, well, I'll get the facts. I'm going to that drive-in tonight and check Don't up. Don't you dare. Yeah, but, Peg, you, you... I won't have you snooping and spying on Babs. Well, you can trust that child. It ain't spying. You'll make a scene and embarrass her. She won't even see me. I'll sneak up on her. Riley. <laughs> if I find out you even went near that drive-in, so help okay, me, I'll... Okay, okay, I won't go. You promise? Peg, did I ever lie to you before? Oh, no. Why, you regular little old Georgie Washington. <laughs> Hurry up and finish your supper. I haven't got all night to do these dishes. Hello, Gillis speaking. Hello, Gillis. Say, can I borrow your car for a couple of hours tonight? Yeah, sure. Uh, where are you going, right? Uh, oh, just to a drive-in movie. Uh, listen, Gillis. Don't you tell my wife about this, or I'll tell everybody that you wear pink step-ins. Who wears pink step-ins? Uh, none of your business. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a meddler. Perhaps Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Prove it. Prove it to yourself. Prove it with your eyes. Prove it with your nose. Prove it with your taste. Yes, you can prove to yourself that Pabst Blue Ribbon is the finest beer served anywhere. Make the three-way experts test. Test number one. Your eyes are pleased. Look at the pure, white, creamy color on a glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Note the sparkling clearness, the light amber color of the beer itself. Test number two. Your nose is teased. Inhale the fragrant bouquet that hovers over the glass, the inviting tang of hops and malt. No other beer in the entire world can match that aroma. Test number three. Your taste agrees. Taste that milder blue ribbon flavor as it flows so smoothly across your tongue. Here is the perfect beer drinker's beer. The smoother taste no other beer can touch. Yes, make this three-way expert's test. And you'll understand why, wherever you go, you hear Pabst Blue Ribbon called Finest Beer Served Anywhere. You hear it everywhere. Finest beer served anywhere. Thirty-three fine brews blended into one great And now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Contrary to his wife's strict warning to stop meddling, Riley has just pulled into a drive-in movie to check up on his daughter, who is working there as an attendant. Oh, hello there, Chester. Uh, Luella, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, I just adore these drive-in movies. Uh, is Mrs. Riley with you? Uh, no, she, she don't care for movies. Oh, well, this is certainly a delightful coincidence meeting you here. Yes, it, it sure is. <laughs> well, I gotta be going. But you just got here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm very absent-minded. <laughs> I think she goes on right after the intermission. Oh, dear. Was that thunder? I'm afraid it's going to rain. It is raining. And pour me in an open convertible. Well, well you, you better put your top up. Oh. 
it's starting to absolutely pour. Oh, dear, it's broken again. Oh, you better go home. You'll, you'll get soaked. Oh, well, that's silly. I can watch the movie from your car. My car? But, Luella, wait, this ain't really my car. It's Gillis's. Oh, it? I don't know what I'd do without you. You're always right there when I need you. But, Luella... <gasps> Little old Johnny on the spot, that's what you are. Yeah, that's me on the spot, all right. <laughs> well, now, this is much better. Oh, there go the lights. The picture will start now. Where's your loudspeaker? Uh, my wife couldn't come. <laughs> to hear the movie dialogue. Every car gets one. Ask the attendant out there. Oh, for the, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Usher. Uh, Usher. Uh, yes, sir. A pretty heavy smog we're having tonight. Uh, we, uh, we ain't got a speaker. Well, I'll get it for you, sir. Now, here you are. Just hang it on your window here. Uh, now, to adjust the volume, you turn this little knob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, does the main feature go on now? Yes, ma'am. Right away. Uh, that speaker okay where it is? Yeah, yeah, it's fine, thanks. I hope you and your wife enjoy the picture. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> he thought I was your wife. Isn't that a scream? Yeah, I could die laughing. <laughs> Peg, I said I'm home. I've got eyes. Now, Peg, this has got to stop. I'm fed up coming home every day and you don't even talk to me. You've got no right to act that way. You're my wife and you've got to talk to me. Well, do you, do you hear me? I insist that you talk to me. Oh, pipe down. Oh, it's better. I mean... <laughs> now, look, Peg, you've got to stop acting like this. I'm entitled to a little respect, you know. Remember, I'm old enough to be your husband. Hooray for me. Oh, Peg, why are we fighting like this? We used to be so happy, and ever since that Luella moved in the neighborhood, we've got nothing but arguments. Well, whose fault is that? I haven't got a crush on her. A crush? Peg, did you think that... Believe me, she don't mean a thing to me. Believe you, huh? How can I convince you that there's nothing between us? Why, why should there be? After all, you're so much prettier, more charming, and you're smarter. You're a better provider. <laughs> Don't you see? Besides, what could Luella possibly see in a big jerk like me? You know, I, I never really looked at it like that. <laughs> I think you've got something there. Yeah, of course. What woman in her right mind is going to fall in love with me? You're not kidding. Of course. <laughs> now tell me you love me. C come on, Peg, say you forgive me. Well, I shouldn't, but I guess I'll have to. Ha-ha, <laughs> it's my peg. Hey, you, you know what? Tonight we're going to celebrate. I'm taking you out to dinner and a movie. It'll be like a second honeymoon. What do you say? We can eat at that little Italian restaurant, okay? Uh, anything you say, and you pick the movie. I have an idea. Let's go to the drive-in movie. The drive-in? Mm-hmm. Bab says there's a wonderful picture there. Oh, yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't want to go home. My eyes hurt. You can sleep through it. Uh, I've never been to a drive-in movie, and you haven't either. Who hasn't? Me? Uh, no. No, I, I haven't. But, but how can we go, Dumplin'? We, we haven't got a car. You can borrow Gillis's. Oh, he won't lend it to me again. What do you mean, again? 
again. You haven't borrowed his car in six months. Is it six months? <laughs> Gee, how time flies. <laughs> well, but I don't like to ask. He'll refuse, believe me. Well, then I'll ask Honeybee. Yeah, but, but Peg... Now, you... don't argue. We're going to the drive-in movie. <laughs> There we are. Is this uh, close enough for you, Peg? Oh, yes. Oh, look at that huge screen. Yeah. But this is an amazing place. There must be thousands of cars. Oh, sure, and all kinds, too. Jalopies, roadsters, sedans, station wagons. <laughs> There's a guy came in a truck. <laughs> Where? That's not a truck. Well, it's some kind of delivery van. Not exactly, but we deliver things in it. <laughs> It's Digger. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> oh, you're the last person on earth I expected to meet here. I'm always the last person you expect to meet on earth. <laughs> I was passing by in my vehicle when I noticed that a picture was playing that I've been anxious to see. Edmund O'Brien in DOA. I hear it's a dandy. <laughs> does DOA mean? I never heard it before. Well, you wouldn't. It, it's more or less a business expression. It means dead on arrival. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the picture's going to start. Uh, would you care to join us, Digger? Uh, are you alone? Not exactly. I have someone with me. Well, <laughs> bring your friend along. There's plenty of room in the back of the car. He'll be comfortable. Thank you, but he couldn't be any more comfortable than he is right now. <laughs> Be right back, Reuben. By the way, I thought I saw your dear daughter Babs when I drove in. Oh, yes, she works here. She directs the cars. Yeah, I don't know if it's such a good idea. Either. Oh, why not? Youngsters should learn self-reliance. My oldest boy, Clay, works part-time. What does he do? He's my junior executive. I bring in the orders, and he carries them out. <laughs> Is about to begin, so cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. So long, Digger. Riley, hmm? the picture's on, but I can't hear anything. Well, what's wrong? Uh, oh, oh, we have to get a little speaker. Huh? A speaker? Yeah, it's, it's a little gadget you put on your car and you tune it in. How do you know so much about it? Well, last night I... Yeah. I, uh, uh, it figures <laughs> You know me, I got a mechanical head <laughs> I, I, I better get one from the usher Oh, usher hey, Yes, sir uh, Could we have a speaker here, please? Oh, hello, back again I guess you must have enjoyed the picture last night uh, uh, Oh, me? You got the wrong guy Oh, I'm sorry I could have sworn you and your wife were here last night Riley, what does he mean? Well, I was never here before in my life Well, I guess not, it's my mistake You look like the other fellow But his wife was a blonde with a southern accent I'm sorry <laughs> Chester Riley Now, just a minute, Peg You were here last night with that woman No, I wasn't I, I, You're I, the I, lowest thing on earth Peg, it was raining You're contemptible Absolutely contemptible. But her top wouldn't work. I'll never forgive you for this. <laughs> never. Never as long as I live. But, Peg... Don't you... touch me. 
And don't ever speak to me again. Peg, wait. Come back. Peg. This is no way to start a second honeymoon. <laughs> But, Peg, I'm telling you the truth. It was raining. She couldn't get her top up. I went there alone to check up on beds. Oh, stop repeating that idiotic story. Why, a four-year-old child could think of a better excuse than that. But it's the truth, Peg. Oh, answer the door. Uh, Hello there. Luella. Oh, hello, Mrs. Riley. Good evening. Uh, I just dropped by to find out if Chester found my compact in his car the other night. (laughs) Miss Lounsbury. You admit that you were with my husband in that car last night? Why, of course. I couldn't get the top of my convertible to work and it started to rain, so I saw the movie in his car. Is there anything wrong with that? Well, uh, no. No. (laughs) I hope you didn't think... Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Ridiculous? It's impossible. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. What am I laughing at? The Rileys will be back in just a moment. Well, now that we're in the middle of April, you'll be getting ready for your spring chores, taking off the storm windows, planting the garden, house cleaning, doing a lot of things to make you thirsty. Just be sure there's plenty of delicious Pabst Blue Ribbon in your icebox, bottles and cans, for those enjoyable moments when you want to relax. Tomorrow morning when your dealer says, what did you have? You know the answer. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. But, Peg, this ain't a man's job. I don't want to hear another word, Riley. You can do Luella's laundry. You can certainly do mine. Yeah, well, that was different. Why? Well, she, she ain't my wife. She, 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 she's a woman. <laughs> what? I mean, a friend. I mean, acquaintance. Now, no more arguments. You're going to do it, and that's all there is to it. Now, there's the laundromat. Go on in, get it over with. Gee, Peg, is so embarrassing with all those women around. Oh, go on in. Okay. The boys ever hear about this, I'll never live it down. No. I'll see you at home in about an hour. All right, Simon Legree. What? I agree, I agree. <laughs> Hi, Riley. Oh, Gillis. That's Hi. me. What are you guys doing here? Oh, we come here every week to do our laundry. Gee, the whole gang? Sure. <laughs> and I thought I was the only guy who was henpecked. What henpecked? We love it. This is the only chance we ever get to have a little crap game on this date. <laughs> okay, fellas, I shoot a nickel. Come on, don't fail. Hey, Riley. Yeah? I've got a great idea. You know the three-way experts test where you prove that Pabst Blue Ribbon is the finest beer served anywhere? Oh, yes. Well, I'm going to dramatize it, and I want you to help me with some sound effects. Well, okay, Mr. Wellington. Now, we'll start off with test number one. Look at a glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Mmm. Mmm. Yes. Your eyes are pleased with the creamy foam, the pale amber color of the beer. Test number two. Smell the delicate fragrance that hovers over your glass. 
Ah! Your nose is teased by the aroma of Blue Ribbon Hops. Test number three. Taste the delicious flavor of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Your taste agrees. Finest beer served anywhere. So what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. The finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living the life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight's script is by Reuben Ship and Alan Lipscott. Music by Lou Kosloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Louise Erickson. Luella is Shirley Mitchell. And the usher is Bill Gray. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington. Tonight's episode of The Life of Riley was especially transcribed. Margaret Whiting is Bill Stern's guest next on NBC.